Welcome to the Guru Investor Podcast. On this podcast, we offer audio versions of our original articles from Validia's Guru Investor blog. To read our articles or to sign up to receive a notification when we publish new research, please visit our website at blog.validia.com. The article I'll read in this episode is titled, Is Quality on Sale? It was originally written on March 17, 2021. Value investing is far from an exact science. Not only is there significant debate about the proper metrics to use to define value, but there's also conceptual debate as to what value investing is in the first place. For systematic value investors, value represents something along the lines of the Ben Graham approach to value. It means buying stocks that are cheap using current financial metrics like book value or earnings or cash flow. But for other investors, value means buying quality companies and trying to acquire them as cheaply as possible. This is more in line with the Warren Buffett style of investing. And there's a third group who take the definition of value even further to mean buying anything at a discount to its future potential. For example, Kathy Wood referred to her holdings in a recent article as deep value stocks because of the discount she feels that they trade at relative to their future potential. And as much as that may make many value investors like me a little uneasy, the reality is that in the past decade, she's been right. Regardless of the value style you advocate, one rule that has been pretty consistent throughout history is that as you move up the quality spectrum and acquire better companies, there's a price you have to pay for that from a valuation standpoint. Investing in high-quality companies like Buffett is certainly a sound investment strategy, but even advocates of the strategy understand that to get these types of companies, you have to pay a higher price relative to current fundamentals. There are infrequent times, however, when this inverse relationship between value and quality can break down, and those times can offer a unique opportunity for long-term investors. In my article last week, I looked at the fact that much of the returns of value funds since the market bottom has been driven by factors other than value. When you take a look at the factors that have driven the best-performing value funds over that period, size and negative quality have played a bigger role than value has. In other words, cheap stocks have performed very well, but it didn't happen because they were cheap. Although that fact hasn't been great for value funds that utilize quality in their process in the past year, it could be a significant positive for their expected returns going forward. As low-quality value stocks have gotten more expensive, the valuation spread that their higher-quality counterparts usually enjoy over them has mostly disappeared. This has created a unique situation in which buying high-quality value companies no longer costs more than buying stocks further down the quality spectrum. In the current market, you could argue that you don't have to choose between being Ben Graham or Warren Buffett because you can get Buffett quality for Graham prices, at least on a relative basis. To illustrate this, let's look at our ETF tool and look at one of the best-performing value funds off the bottom. Below is the factor report for the Aventis Small Cap Value ETF. Its profile looks very similar to many value funds that have produced the best performance in the past year. It has significant exposure to value, significant exposure to size, and low exposure to quality. This is a perfectly reasonable way to construct a value strategy, since negative quality typically comes with the territory of buying cheap stocks, and value has historically worked better in the small cap space. Now let's look at the Alpha Architect Quantitative Value ETF. A few things stand out right away relative to the other ETF. First, this ETF actually has more value exposure right now. Second, it has substantially more exposure to quality. So unlike what is normally the case, the big recent run-up in the so-called junk stocks has created a situation where the usual trade-off between value and quality doesn't seem to exist, and value investors can acquire higher quality companies without having to pay up for them. To look at this another way, I looked at our factor data for our investable universe, about 2,800 stocks, and looked at the cheapest 10% of stocks both at the market bottom last March and today. I then looked at what percentage of those stocks were in the top 20% of our universe based on their quality scores. So the idea here is to look at the cheapest stocks and then to see how many of them are high quality based on profitability, earnings and sales growth consistency, and other metrics we measure. Here are the results. The percentage of value that was high quality on 3-26-2020 was 12%. The percentage of value that was high quality on 3-15-2021 was 24%. The results show the same thing as looking at the individual ETFs. Value investors today have twice as many high quality companies to choose from as they did at the market bottom. This is a direct result of the massive rally in low-quality stocks that has left many high-quality firms behind. So what does all this mean? In the short term, probably very little. There's no reliable way to time something like this, and the so-called junk rally might continue for a long time. But for longer-term investors, the opportunity to buy high-quality stocks at the same price as their lesser-quality counterparts certainly seems like a pretty good one. 
There's rarely a free lunch in investing, but the current quality dynamics within value may offer something close to one for patient investors. Thank you for listening to this article. If you want to find out more about Validia, please visit us at www.validia.com. If you'd like to receive audio versions of future articles when they're released, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Thank you.